Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Tom Haupt Incident. Once again, I am your host, Tom Haupt. That's where the title came from. Uh, today, we have my good friend, Zach, who I work with. Uh, he's, on, he's on the show today. We were messaging back and forth on Slack. Um, he, he sits out in Boston. I'm out in Colorado. Um, you know, and he, he let me know that he was, uh, getting back into the swing of things at the gym. Um, you know, and I, I told him, um, you know, being in cybersecurity now, but having that fitness background that I was looking to scratch that fitness itch and help out other people once again. So I told him that we could hop on a call sometime this week, you know, get, uh, some information from him. And make sure everything was that that he was off and running in the right direction. For any of you personal trainers out there, for you nutritionists, or anyone uh, in a similar role who's helping out a specific client when it comes to matters of the of the likes in terms of programming, in terms of um, meal planning for them, or, or a diet plan, what I find to be the most beneficial and honestly it's not just most beneficial it's absolute necessity in order to get them off and running in the right direction Uh, the key emphasis there on the right direction is you need to ask question after question after question after question after question it's not enough to say all right he's 180 pounds five foot ten and he wants to get down to 160 this is what we need to do right throughout these questionings that i do here with zach there is a lot that happens in terms of what he's looking for in a workout program. Um, we find out that he's got some shoulder pain. We find out um, the, the types of gym that he's going to, and that'll say a lot in terms of the type of workouts that he can do um, along the way. So there's a lot that, that can be learned there. Yes, he, you, you could prescribe him a standard workout plan of you know back and bicep Monday, chest and tricep Tuesday, you know, all of this. Um, however, there's a lot more that goes into it. He talks about how he really wants to improve his flexibility. And that might not have come around if we didn't go through and ask all of these sorts of qualifying questions and dig into different areas that, that really affect him. So that's, uh, that's one of my key takeaways for this episode. You know, uh, I ask you to bear with me here. I am still, this is only the second ever episode I've recorded of a podcast. So there's a lot of growing that, uh, that needs to be done. One thing I do want to uh, to say now while we're in the early stages of the Tom Haupt incident is that I don't necessarily plan on having a succinct formula to every single episode. I think there will be general patterns that flow from one episode to another, um, but I uh, am doing this as uh, as a fun project and hoping you know that you can come along and and enjoy the ride with me um, but you know if any of you guys are avid podcast listeners like I am um, think more of of Gary V right where he just has some audio clips that he throws together from all the different things that he's done out there from from conferences to answering live calls to all that sort of stuff and that's the way I see this podcast going um, there are some uh, like I said general patterns that I see weaving throughout um, but we'll, uh, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, very interested to see how this goes. Being a, a podcast host is something that I should have been doing for years now. Uh, but I'm, I finally, uh, got off my lazy ass and started doing it and I'm very excited for the, the, the road ahead, uh, what I can learn, 
sort of relationships I can build with my guests and uh, anything else that might come out of it. So there's, uh, there's my rant to start off things, uh, but we will hop right into the episode. See there? Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, Zach, what's up, buddy? What's going on, Mr. Tom? How are you, sir? I'm not too bad, man. Uh, Good to hear uh, you. Yeah, no, likewise, man, absolutely. Uh, What's it been now? A month and a half since I've seen your pretty face? Two months? It it feels like years. (laughs) That's great. Well, shit, dude, you know, according to my screen, we're recording now, so... Everything you say okay. is officially on the record. Not to worry. I'll, <laughs> I'll keep it all uh, carbon black PG rated. Yeah. No, no worries, <laughs> man. So what's uh, what's going on? How you been? It's been two months and I uh, fill me in other than, than what I got on Slack. I missed out on what's been going on with you. It's been all right, man. You know, just um, office is a little bit hectic right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, end of the year. Um, but everything's going well, you know, I've, I've switched territories actually. I'm switched from corporate to now SMB and I hate it. Really? Okay. Just think of yourself being less strategic and just firing things away and not really being according and planned. Oh, I got you. Okay. Not how, not how I like to properly work. Yeah. So it's been, been a little bit of a, um, adjustment on my end, but, um, no complaints, man. Everything's been okay. You know how you know how it is in the all fam office. Yeah, dude. Just put your <laughs> headphones on and keep your head forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try and hide in between those little dividers, right? Absolutely. To say the least. Yeah. But how about yourself, man? How's the move? How's everything? Dude, uh I, I mean I I am so excited to be out here. Like this this place, this Colorado is everything I was hoping it was gonna be and more. You know, I Sweet. had uh had high hopes of coming out here for four years now. And, you know, one of the things I was kind of worried about was, you know, I, I had this goal of moving out here for so long. What if I had built it up too much in my mind or what if yeah. it wasn't, it was all it was cracked up to be, you know, once I, once I got out here. So, um, so far it's exceeding my expectations, which is fantastic. You know, exactly what you're hoping for in a goal. Um, once Sweet. you, once you get it. And then, uh, yeah, so I'm living, I'm living with Allison's brother. Um, you remember Allison, right? I do, of course. Yeah, figured. Um, but living with her brother um, and actually spending a decent amount of time with her as well. The two of them are really close. Um, so she comes over a lot and they're always inviting me to stuff. Like they invited me to trivia tonight and I feel like they invite me to something every night. But I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm going to walk the dog, work out and go to sleep, you know, because I'm up, yeah. uh, you know, what I had in Waltham, right, was, you know, it'd take me 20 minutes to get to work and. Uh, it's not that far off now, but since I'm in mountain time calling central time, yeah. I, uh, you know, I get to work at seven thirty every morning to start calling sometimes okay. before, like I was in at seven today. Um, so that just, you know, it puts me with everything I need to do from walking the dog to eating breakfast, to making sure my hair looks good in the morning. I gotta, uh, um, you gotta be up at like five thirty at least. Oh dude, I'm getting up at four fifty right now. Oh, that's tough. It's only because I love my dog, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, That's good, man. That's great to hear. I know you've yeah. been wanting to go out there for some time, and uh, you waited on the right opportunity, so I'm pretty happy for you, man. That's great to hear that you're doing well. Well, thanks, man. Always a pleasure to uh, 
get a compliment from you. Uh, there's oh, no one more sincere. I swear oh. to God, in this entire <laughs> world, there's no one who will ever pay anyone else a more sincere no, compliment it's, it's, than uh, when you dish one out. It's great to hear. I know you've been through, like, you know, the job hasn't been easy. Yeah. As, as anybody who tells you a BDR role is a cakewalk definitely no. is doing things not the right way. Right. Um, and if you do it the right way, it's definitely stressful. So, Oof, yeah. I know but, probably being over there has at least lessened the stress up a little bit and made, made the work-life balance a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah, um, I think it will more in the long term. You know, when, when I had started the role originally, it was, um, you know, I already had a lot of the, the stuff in place, you know, like where am I going to buy groceries, where stuff located. You know, I had my girlfriend five minutes down the street. I had, yeah. you know, my parents 20 minutes away. Um, so taking on that role was just one change. But right now it's the, the only thing that's really remained the same is the fact that I'm working for Carbon Black, you know. Um, yeah. It's it's a, it's a, a new gym. It's a new apartment. It's a new roommate. It's a long distance relationship now with my girlfriend. You know, my family's over on the east side of the, uh, the country. Um, so it's, it's all good stuff, you know, but it's just uh, it's not as uh, habitual as it was when I first started off. Yeah, um, absolutely. Of course. So, slow, slow and steady though, right? That's right, man. One thing at a time. And uh, I mean, what I like to do is try and do everything all at once. And I think yeah. kind of hit a wall yesterday and just got smacked with like just some fatigue and like, just like, holy crap, this is a lot of stuff. And I was talking to my parents and they're like, you, you got a lot of shit going on. And I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. I do have a lot of shit going on, you know? Yeah. So uh, I guess my parents are, uh, pretty uh I, I don't know i love my parents <laughs> of course they're, they're good right. but um dude let's uh let's dig into this let's start Absolutely. getting you uh all squared away uh, yeah i'm excited for this i um so just to give you a little bit of background yeah um i think it'll only help you yeah so I, I i used to work out regularly consistently for about two to three years three years at least um very familiar in terms of working out what types of body parts, all different types of exercises. Yeah. Um, my ego hit one point as everybody else does. Yeah. And uh, I was trying to max out at about 255 flat barbell bench press. Nice. Since that moment on, um, I've, I hit a nagging shoulder injury thinking okay. that it's a ligament. So I've taken a lot of time off. Yep time off where obviously you know the longer you take the time off the harder it is to get it back because um it's always working out it's always harder to get it back it's harder to lose it than get it back I think. yeah so yeah. you lose it much quicker yeah um, oh yeah so yeah so i've been about like eight months removed from the gym um about 15 to 20 pounds heavier than i previously was it used to be 160 165 Mm -hmm. I'm about 180, 185 now. Um, hardest part for me is having a set, stern diet. Obviously, this job has created a whole bunch of things, as you know. Yep. Just like long days make it harder to hit the gym. Um, but I've definitely hit a point, a point where it's like, all right, wheels up, enough is enough. Yep. Time to tackle this on. So I've been pretty good for about a week now. I've meal prepped for about a week or so. I've hit the gym five out of seven days now. Uh, so a little bit of cardio, but mainly just getting slowly acclimated to the weights because I know if I hit it too hard, then I'm not going to be able to work. Yeah. Um, 
and you'd be sore yeah. as shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, too sore to be sitting down all day and all that. Yeah. Um, but slowly and steady, obviously, what I did before never reached me to my goal that I've always had in mind of being, you know, I'm not looking to be a strength, you know, heavy lifter. or I'm not looking to be somebody who is ripped or anything like that. I want to look lean. I want to be fit. But more importantly, I want to be healthy. Because um, I think health, as you know this for our first instance of previous injuries, yeah, like it's that's the most important thing. Feeling good, being healthy, and looking good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my background on that. Um, so digging a little more into the, to the goal aspect of things, you know, uh, lean, fit and healthy are all good adjectives, but I think we got to mm-hmm. kind of iron that out a little bit more. Um, what, when you say lean, fit and healthy, um, go into it a little bit more of what that means to you. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, in terms of being lean, I've never been somebody who's had defined muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a little bit on a stagnant side always growing up uh, I've never been somebody who's had been cut up or just had defined muscles as I previously said yeah um, so that's definitely a goal of mine because I think as cliche as it might sound as everybody's goal is to obviously show that you have that kind of muscle it's just yeah. something that obviously we all strive to um, obviously I have goals in mind of just my weakest part of my body or shoulders um, I obviously want to round up my shoulders, make them a little bit wider. Mm-hmm. Um, my legs, I want them to be more a little bit more toned and defined instead of just kind of tree trunkish. Um, more of a V back in a sense. So I'm all looking for the rain goals that are obviously universal that everybody yeah. strives to get. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've made the right steps in taking those uh, to get in those goals. Okay. Uh, maybe the proper exercises and proper actually following a strict diet and listening to my body yeah. and regularly monitoring those types of things to get me into those types of results. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's about what I was figuring for the, for the lean part of things and, you know, fit and healthy are in some ways synonymous and in most ways, yeah. I suppose. Um, are there other parts of, of healthy and fit that, you're looking to achieve like uh, flexibility, um, longevity, you know, I'm sure, you know, eliminating the shoulder pains probably on there. Are there certain biomarkers that you might be looking to hit? Like, I don't know if you have high blood pressure or something along the lines of that. So um, yeah, dive dive into the other side of things aside from the um, aesthetics. Absolutely. So um, flexibility wise, I have been slowly getting to yoga. Um, that's something because I've never been a flexible person at all. And I feel like uh, the more I read about it, the more I understand it. I feel like flexibility is a huge part into not only keeping the longevity of muscles, mm-hmm. but also keeping them healthy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that only benefits into your workouts. Um, I've ever been someone who has been flexible. So I've been taking on the goal of just watching YouTube videos of five to 10 minutes on yoga Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something that I've been taking a slow approach on. Uh, in terms of health-wise, I don't have any um, high blood pressure or anything like that. The only thing is, is that I'm pretty high percentage on body fat. Okay. That's definitely something that I'd want to reduce. Um, 
I'm probably, if I had to rough estimate, I'm probably around 20 to 25%. Okay. Um, that's obviously not something un- that's obviously unhealthy. Uh, for being from my height of about five nine five ten, yeah, um, and absolutely the longevity because I do want to do things the right way for it to make last. Uh, that's why I think yoga is very essential into the daily routine of working out, of just stretching, and honestly, keeping a. My goal is to attend a class or two um, a week because I feel like with working out and the maintain of a balanced cardio with weights and also uh, coupling it with yoga, I think that would be very beneficial to making sure my body is also adjusted, my back to the spine, uh, to your proper muscles, uh, because I think that's where injuries start to happen. And I feel like I'm not not trying to make the same mistakes I made before of not having any type of flexibility leading up to injuries. Yep. Um, So, yeah. Um, do you have a, a place in mind for, for starting those yoga classes out? Yeah. So I, um, currently go to two gyms. I currently go to a YMCA, uh, sometimes just because it's, I know the clockwork in terms of when the gym is actually empty. Yep. Um, and I also go to a crunch fitness about 10 minutes away from me as well. Uh, the yoga classes will be at the crunch fitness just because, it's a bigger class. All I feel like yoga is all about the instructor. Yeah, so like the instructor at the crunch one. Yeah, a lot better than the one in the YMCA one. Yeah, uh, it's just a medium intro to yoga class. I haven't sure. dived in into um, an actual like amateur to a expert class. Right, right, uh, right. But the number one goal for me in yoga is also to get into hot yoga as well. Okay. Um, I feel like I've always been the person who goes to the sauna or a steam room um, regularly about once or twice a month. So if I can go into a hot yoga session, uh, especially with working out, that could only be beneficial with the types of with muscles and health-wise and body and breathing. And um, yeah, definitely that. Okay, nice. Um, all right. So that gives me a good idea of what you're working with in terms of equipment between those two gyms too, which is nice. Um I haven't been to crunch, but I had a, one of my best friends in the world was a personal trainer at a crunch and, uh, he had good things to say about it. Mind it. That was out in California. It wasn't (laughs) Massachusetts, but, um, I'm, you know, I'm sure it's not too far off. Um, when it comes to your shoulder injury, what, uh, what steps have you taken to, uh, get rid of that pain? So, uh, I've used lightweight machines just to create uh, a little bit of, I feel like my shoulders were my weakest point and I was forcing uh, myself to go heavier than I needed to be with my chest workouts. Yep. But not the same balance in creating just strength in my shoulders. Yep. Um, so I've been just doing light rotator workouts for my shoulders for the past uh, three weeks now just to get its strength up. Um, I haven't been attacking chest as heavy because I want to make sure that my shoulder is where it needs to be. So just in terms of... Um, using elastics um, and using a lot of uh, those movements and workouts um, has really been helping me just create the flexibility and also just get a little bit of um, tension in there. Yep. Um, I have went to a massage previously, but that didn't really do any depth. 
Um, I do have a doctor's appointment about next week just to get it checked out, see if there's no- nothing substantial. Uh, okay. But it's not like I have any, feel any pain. I don't feel any type of pain at all. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it, we all know that there's nagging things that always stick aside yeah. while working out. And it's just one of those things. Yeah. Nice. Well, I'm glad that, I mean, twofold that one, that first and foremost, there's no pain having gone through a freaking debilitating back injury for the last year. I know yeah. how much pain sucks. <laughs> I mean, like who the hell yeah. doesn't know that? You know what I mean? But persistent nagging pain like that can, I mean, it can throw off everything from, you know, what you're doing on a Friday night, to how you sit in a chair to what shoes you wear, you know, it, it comes out to, in so many different avenues that you're not necessarily expecting. Um, so I'm glad that you don't have, uh, you're, you're not sitting in a lot of pain cause it blows, man. Yeah. Um, so, uh, with this, you're going, does, does this shoulder pain start acting up, uh, at all when you start working out or was it just, it happened in the past and, um, you're looking to prevent it from happening in the future? It's never happened before until, um, that moment when I forced, um, the bench press. Yep. That was the only time that it ever happened. Uh, and ever since then it was, okay, I think I need to take some time off, uh, obviously because I continued working out and it only it would never hurt throughout my workouts the only times where it did would hurt was when I would be doing a flat dumbbell or barbell exercise okay um that's it that's the only time that it hurt so I felt like okay I maybe need to take a little bit of a break uh give myself some months to recover obviously those months transcended to a, a longer period of time just because mentally yeah you get you get out of it and it's hard to resurge back into it yeah um especially when when you have like a i mean i I don't want this to sound dramatic but when you have a traumatic event like that you know you're like well shit what's to happen you know what's to stop it from happening the next time i go in and restarting this cycle you know so yeah yeah Um, absolutely so it was just one of those things um that i just wanted to make sure it was okay but more importantly you're 100 percent right um i didn't want to get hurt even more yeah so I took a little bit of an extra step back. Yeah. Uh, when when did this when did that happen? The shoulder pain or the the with the associated with the bench press? I'd say about January last uh, this year. January twenty eighteen. Okay. Yeah. So in the last few months, you've been kind of. I mean, I know you said the last three weeks or so you've been been good about getting your exercise in. You started meal prepping again, so you're on the right tracks yeah. and everything. You're getting back into it and getting those. Um, patterns and habits back into it. But over the last couple months, have you kind of been like uh, dibbling and dabbling? I don't know if that's the best terms, but, you know, getting back in there at kind of random spurts. A hundred percent. You're right okay. on it. Um, I've just been mainly just popping into the gym, doing some cardio, uh, hitting the treadmill a little bit, and then doing some weight exercises. Yeah. And then it'll be two or three days off and then getting going back in. Then it'll be a week off. Yeah. Uh, so it was a slow process from the, when the beginning uh, to the point where it was just like, okay, if I'm going to get back into this, I'm not happy with where I need to be. I need to go ahead and take it a lot more seriously and get back to where I was before. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's where it recently happened in the past couple of weeks where it's just like, okay, let's take things a little bit of a serious note because what are you doing here? You're just wasting your own time yeah, and just playing these kind of mind games with yourself. Yeah. So it's either you're going to go ahead and challenge yourself 
or don't. Yeah. And um, of course, I chose. I need to challenge myself and get back into where I need to be. Yeah. Well, um, one of, one of the things again, having gone through this this uh, having gone through and still recovering from an injury, um, one of the things I've found is. You know, I was hardcore CrossFit, as hardcore as you can get, you know, doing three wads a day, five days a week um, and getting back into it. Now, it's part of what I liked about that was um, just on an individual workout basis is, you know, the the style of it in terms of it's not do a set of chest or or do a set of bench, you know, and then set a timer on your phone for two minutes, pace around Mm -hmm. the gym uh, and then get back on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and do it again you know it was like you know in this day and age we have to be stimulated at all points so it was yeah. nice like you're here and then you're on to the next thing and you're on to the next thing and you're on to the next thing um, but with that came the trade-off of not having the awareness uh, within the workout to you know make sure the form was there and make sure that you're listening to your body you know especially with uh, you know when they're blaring in music and you got the fatigue you're not sitting there in the middle of a set of you know, 25 deadlifts thinking like, Oh, is, is this perfect? Is this perfect? Is this perfect? And, you know, like obviously nothing, you know, no, no one rep that you ever do is going to be perfect, but that's not Mm -hmm. to say you can't get, you know, 90 to 95% of the way there. Um, And, you know, one of the things that I've learned on this side of the injury is, you know, there's a place for intensity. um, But now understanding you know, that I'm not a 17 year old kid who, if I got an injury, I'd be fine the next day. Now understanding, you know, the, that I'm, I mean, I'm freaking mid twenties, but slowing down (laughs) and, uh, you know, just, just having the long-term goal in mind, you know, whereas yes, it'd be great to crush a 255 bench press tomorrow, but how great would it be to do that in seven years and not have that back in or not have that shoulder injury, you know, and then be able to progress along past it. Right. Um, with what you had, you know, I'm sure you were crushing bench once or twice a week leading up to that. Um, and you were making some great progress. I'm sure. I mean, 255 is a pretty good number for bench. Um, and then since that, you know, you were hitting it hard and hitting it intense since that you hit that shoulder injury and you know, now you're probably, you you know, putting up 150, 115 or 135, you know, so it's, yeah, it's finding a way to, to progress and finding a way to to hit that um to hit that goal of you know 255 or whatever it is and then be able to progress past that while keeping everything healthy from doing yoga to doing your sets correctly to doing uh you know your nutrition well that's getting outside of what i was talking about but uh there i go rambling again but uh, i i guess my point is you know uh thinking long term thinking sustainable and thinking um you know, yeah, you might not be benching 255 tomorrow, but if you can do it in three years and then keep progressing past that, then then all the better. Um, Absolutely. And uh, and and somewhere mixed into that too was, um, you know, finding whatever it is that's going to keep you coming back to the gym too. You know, I don't think if I had a workout every day that was, you know, the standard bodybuilding split of you know, do a set of triceps, then a set of tra- chest, and then a set of triceps, and then chest, and then triceps and chest. Although that's what I did in college and loved it, um, you know, I just don't think that's that's the way I want to do things anymore. So whether it's you know in the middle of your sets, you're hopping on the treadmill for a 45 minute or 45 second run and keeping the heart rate up, or whether you're doing supersets or giant sets, or 
uh, you're doing circuit training or you're doing, you know, strict gymnastic training or, or whatever it is, it's finding, or I'm sure in your case, Zach, you're probably a big Zumba fan. Um, <laughs> finding whatever it is that's going to keep you coming back, even if it's a mix of, you know, everything that I just mentioned there um, to make sure that you're, you're coming in every day, even if, um, you know, just to, to make sure that you're coming in every day and you're interested by what you're doing and, and understanding that it all has its, its own purpose. You know, I know I just rambled there, but uh, did, did that all make sense? No, it's 100%. Uh, and I think that's the biggest aspect of why I was just constantly going to the gym for a day and then taking two or three days off is because I still have that um, college mindset of lifting where it's going to be chest and tries and then the next day is going to be shoulder and buys and just the repetitive motion definitely just gets very un- unmotivating Yeah, uh, because it's just the same thing over and over again. And where's the flexibility of doing something different? Where's the excitement um, of like the CrossFit where you're moving to the next thing, but also being alert and right. being and doing something uh, with proper form um, and also finding out to, to maintain that mental like, okay, we don't need to push it that far because the longevity is the goal. Right. Um, I think that's my biggest difficult point right now is finding a little bit of workouts where um, it's not just chest tries. Tuesday's leg day, Wednesday's shoulders and buys, Thursday's chest again, and Friday is arm day. And it's just a repetitive uh, cycle that we go through that makes it a little bit really hard to come to the gym and excited every single day. Yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Um, one of the things that I've been thinking about, you know, and there's, um, there's 10, well, uh, according to some schools of thought, there's 10 different domains of fitness from endurance to flexibility to strength. Um, and I should be able to list the other seven, but they're not coming to me right now. So one of my ideas, um, that I, you know, one of these days I'm going to sit down and do is, you know, the, the standard workout program out there is, you know, set up for, you know, people like us who are working nine to five jobs. So they, Mm -hmm. they work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, rest Saturday and Sunday, you know, and obviously Mm -hmm. that's, that's a very broad statement. There are plenty that do it differently, but generally everything is done on a, on a weekly um, schedule like that. You know Um, you know, if you hit, if you're doing a push day or a a chest day on Monday, you'll do it again the next Monday. Um, Mm -hmm. Even if it is a completely different workout from one week to another. Um, but the, basically the idea that I have is taking each one of those 10 different domains of fitness and spreading it over the course of 10 days, um, and kind of changing up the cycle from a a five or a seven day cycle, if you will, to a 10 day cycle and, you know, working Mm -hmm. on agility one day and then strength on another, and then, you know, strength and agility another day, you know, I gotta, I gotta sit down and map it all out and everything, but do you get what I'm kind of getting at there? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so, so like one day would be strength in terms of just lifting. One day would be more flexibility, um, whether it may be yoga or even just certain type of workouts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, I, like I said, I want to sit down and and map that out one of these days when I'm not just, I don't know, being a bum and not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. But what, um, so what does your workout routine look like for, uh, like as of now, is it kind of that standard split that we were talking about just a minute ago? 
Yeah, it is. And it hasn't been unmotivational now because of my determination right now is yeah. very high. Yeah. Uh, because I'm so determined to get back into the routine and get back to where I need to be. Yeah. Uh, but it's mainly right now it's uh, I'm trying to do 30 minutes of cardio three to four times a week, whether that might be high incline um, treadmill on a uh, on a level four, four to five speed or maybe the Stairmaster of cardio or just cycling. Um, but also because I know without cardio, there's no way to really lose that body fat. Um, but also just after, before or after um, the cardio is hitting the chest and tries or doing leg day on a Tuesday, Wednesday will be shoulder day. Um, and then usually it'll be, Thursday, Friday off because I do go to the gym on Saturday and Sundays. Yep. So it'd be like Saturday, I do more of arms, abs, and then Sunday would be back day. Yeah. Um, and then going back into it after that. Yeah. Okay. So, you said how long were you doing on ge- in general the the cardio for? Uh, I'd say three, four times a week max of thirty minutes. Um, nice. Well, you know, the, the, the splits that we were talking about in terms of the bodybuilding splits or that kind of college mindset of of doing Mm -hmm. chest and and tricep, like nothing wrong with that. You know, it's a great Mm -hmm. way to get, you know, put on muscle. And, you know, if you're doing that 30 minutes of cardio, you're going to be shedding stuff, you know, like, especially because you haven't been super consistent with the gym in the last year, any sort of, you know, physical stress that you put on your body by going to the gym, with this cardio and, and the weight, so long as you're going in there and you're putting in work like you are right now, you're going to see results. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like um, you're, you're not super adapted to anything right now. Um, and especially coupling it with the meal prep that you've been doing. I mean, straight up, man, like you're going to be fine. You're going to be crushing it. You know, like we were saying, you know, like I was telling you earlier today, I don't think, you know, I, whey protein or, or any sort of, you know, simple protein like that, um, mm-hmm. and, and fish oil, those, those are simple supplements, you know, like I'm not going to yeah. recommend someone doesn't take them or does take them. Um, mm-hmm. really just comes down to the individual, you know, if I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll crush a protein shake every day or every other day and fish oil, as soon as I go out and buy some, that's something I'll take regularly. Um, but those supplements out there that's like arginine ethylester or nitric oxide or pre-workout or you name it, you know, there's thousands of them. Um, yeah. people love, 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 love to think that that's going to be 50% of the work is putting together yeah. a great supplement stack, you know, and then really at the end of the day, you know, whether it's 60, 40, you know, gym nutrition or 60, 40 nutrition gym, however you want to split it up. Um, you know, that's, that's 95% of the results you'll get is, is eating clean, eating clean consistently and showing up to the gym, putting in the proper amount of effort taking care of yourself, listening to your body and, and showing up consistently to that, you know? So uh, from what you've told me, man, I think you're going to be on a great path. Take those, you know, the, the fish oil supplements, um, you know, take that, that pro, uh, Jesus Christ, take that, uh, take the whey protein, you know, when it's a, when it works for you, um, you know, no need to overcomplicate it with any other additional, um, any other additional supplements and just stay consistent, man. You know, I, I think you'll be crushing it in no time, especially if you had those three years of, um, you know, what, what gets referred to as your quote unquote training age. 
Um, yeah. Basically, the the years that you've put in at the gym, you know, if you got three years under your belt, man, like you got to, you, you know what you're doing in there. You're not just going to like show up and, you know, FaceTime your friend while you're on the Stairmaster and go at one mile yeah, an yeah. hour, you know, and at the end of an hour, climb 10 stairs. So um, I, I think you're good to go, man. Um, I'm sure you've already started seeing results in the in the three works you're there. Um, you know, down the line, a month from now, a week from now, five months from now, whenever it is, just, you know, give me a call, shoot me a text. And if you started hitting a plateau, we can dive into your, your routine and your nutrition a little deeper and um, make sure everything's still looking good at that end and, and all that, man. Absolutely. That sounds great. I appreciate it. Um, I would want to ask you one quick thing. 100%. Um, in terms of dietary, I keep it very simple. Yeah. Um, I try not to eat heavy carbs at night. Yep. I try to get oatmeal or egg whites uh, or just a bigger kale smoothie in the morning. Yeah. Um, and just in the afternoon, it's just basically that's where I get my carbs, whether it may be brown rice or just some veggies and just simple lean protein of chicken, fish, yeah. or ground turkey. Yeah. Um, what do you recommend of consistently staying on a diet? Do you say stay away from dairy, get away from the Greek yogurt? Um, do you think that's okay? How would you attack a proper meal plan for the goals of uh, that I have? Yeah. So the the way I do it, and not necessarily, it might not necessarily be the way that's going to work for you. Um, I eat one of the most boring diets possible. You know, like every morning I have sweet potato and three or four eggs. And that's my breakfast, you know, cooked up in either butter or coconut oil, again, kind of depending on how I'm feeling. And then I'll eat like an early lunch at like 1030 or 11 of chicken breast, rice, vegetables. Then I'll have that Mm -hmm. same exact meal at like two o'clock. And then I'll have uh, either dinner, which is that same meal again. Maybe I'll throw Mm -hmm. in like steak instead of chicken or I'll have Mm -hmm. uh, my protein shake there. And then, you know, come eight o'clock, once I'm back from the gym and kind of settling in for the night, I'll either have my, you know, if I had the protein shake earlier, I'll have the chicken steak or chicken rice vegetables. Or if I had that earlier, then I'll have the protein shake at night. Um, so I try to keep things simple there. I don't need a lot of variety. Um, everything you told me, obviously great food source um, in, in terms of dairy and all those other things. If you're not sure, um, there's, you know, the kind of, I'm not sure it's in the right use of the term, but the elimination diet, again, in quotes right there, mindset, Mm -hmm. where you start, um, and now would be a good time to do it. You start by cutting out a bunch of that food, right? And you just stick Mm -hmm. with something bland, and then you add one food in at a time, right? So you might Mm -hmm. be having eggs, oatmeal, chicken, rice, and broccoli right and that those are the five foods you start off with and after a week if everything's going good there then you add in um ground turkey and then after a week if that sounded good then you add in milk and see how you deal with that you know mm-hmm. um so that that's my recommendation and i found um i don't handle dairy particularly well i don't handle gluten particularly well um and so i found you know just by doing that one at a time um, what, what works better for me and what doesn't work better for me. And then, you know, I'm, I'll probably get back onto macros. I've done that plenty in the past. I've done zone in the past. I've done all sorts of different diets in the past. 
Um, I'll probably get back on to counting my macros within the next week. Um, and that's something that, uh, that, uh, takes a whole nother kind of step there, but, um, it's, it's the right balance of keeping the, those healthy foods that you mentioned, okay. um, keep say enough... just, um, not to mean to cut you off. You say no, just you maintain, can... uh, your proper, uh, protein yep. intake to your weight. You say that that should be always, um, an asset to maintain. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially right now, I, I, I'm of the mindset and obviously there's science saying every which way about every view, uh, you could possibly have, but that, that kind of, um, standard that's been thrown out there in terms of one gram of protein per, you know, pound of body, uh, or per pound of body weight that's out there. I think that's pretty good. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. a lot of protein to eat in a day. Um, but if you're eating that protein, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's good if you're working out hard, it's great for recovery, it's for genesis to help you burn off some additional fat while you're just kind of at rest there. Um, and like, assuming you're getting it from a good source, right. Then, then you're good to go, man. Um, throwing vegetables, every opportunity you have, that's something I still need to get a lot better with. I'm sure you're better than me at that actually. Um, Uh, you'd be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) And then those carbs, man. Yeah. Um, especially getting back into it, you know, I I'd say make sure you're eating complex carbs, like you mentioned in terms of, uh, you know, the oatmeal, the brown rice, I think you might've said potato in there. So those are all great carb mm-hmm. sources. Um, keep those in there. Things like bread, things like white rice, um, uh, you know, uh, other sorts of simple carbs like that. Do your best to, to keep out of there. Okay. All right. Sounds great. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, seeing as it is, hold on one wow. sec. How long have we been doing this for? 37 minutes, just like that. Oh, but Zach, you are my, my honorary first guest of the Tom Haupt incident, the soon-to-be <laughs> number one show on whatever rating system there is out there. Uh, hold on. I'm going through my notes. Where I hope I, I don't take, take too long of your time. No, no. Don't, don't you even dare say that, Zach. <laughs> you can have all of my time, man. I appreciate that. Uh, no, I want to ask you. Uh, I want to ask you some finishing questions. So the audience, absolutely. Which right now, <laughs> I have one download, and it's been Ryan Canty. So shout out to Ryan. Uh, absolutely. But want to start falling into a uh, uh, asking the guests some questions at the end the, consistently. So um, go right ahead. Getting on to uh, yeah, a more personal note. What would you say, Zach, is your greatest success? so far in your life no all humility aside what are you most proud of um in terms of something you've achieved um something that i've achieved this may be a little bit um on a softer side but um i'm a pretty family-oriented person Mm -hmm. and uh, i have two younger brothers underneath me and i think one of the greatest things that i've achieved that i'm really proud of of myself is being a really good role model for them and they look up to me uh more than probably anybody in my life does mm-hmm. um so i've nothing in my life that i've done from now in terms of sports um academics even getting professional experience can amount um to the satisfaction that i have knowing um that my brothers look up to me as uh their role model mm. 
What a so, role yeah. model you are, man. I mean, I admire you in so many ways. Obviously, sincerity that. being a, a huge one. And the, uh, I mean, I don't think I know a better listener than you either. Um, <laughs> so that's spot on, man. And your, your younger brothers are uh, some lucky-ass guys to have an older brother like you to look up to. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> of course. Um, flip side of that question. Go what ahead. Is, what is one of or your biggest failures that you've hit so far, and what have you learned from it? Um, one of my biggest failures, I'd say, is um, college. Taking the first two years as a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my first two years, I actually um, failed about two classes. And just because I got into the whole life of college you know other things were more important than my academics yeah um things started moving fast because as they usually do when you get um focused into something that derails your um, attention to something else yeah you kind of lose sight of what's important and just giving myself a huge um, burden to overcome even though i'm proud that i did overcome it but you know i think that's one of my biggest failures of not taking education um, as seriously in my first couple of years in college. And um, yeah, that'll be definitely it. Yeah. Dude, I, uh, <laughs> college is definitely one of those times where obviously I look back with fond memories, but um, definitely squandered a lot of great opportunities there. Just uh, doing a lot of boozing, smoking a bunch of weed, yeah. chasing girls, all that sort of stuff. And uh, it's a great, it's a great learning experience. Though. Yeah. Man, I, I mean, as as anyone in college could have told you, you know, I was I was there to get uh, what, what's that saying? C's get degrees. So that was my yeah. that was my <laughs> mantra. Um, and now, I mean, it's so funny, right? As soon as I get out of college, as soon as I'm out of the academic school system, um, all I want to do is spend every waking moment learning something new, from podcasts yeah. to articles. So it's just funny. It's like you don't know what you have until it's gone, right? Like, I think for, for both of us, that's a prime example. That's a great um, example. Uh, third and final question for you, Zach. If you were mm-hmm. to have the ability to go back in time to Zach, freshman year, first day of high school, what's okay. one piece of advice that you would give yourself? Freshman day of high school, Zach. Wow, that's, uh, that's going way back. Um, if there's one advice I'd give myself, it is um, – to really take every day as if it's your last. Um, knowing that back then, you know, time really does fly by and things seem like a blur. Um, and if I would tell myself something back then, it would be like treat every day to the fullest. Um, because every day has something special to it. We all wake up differently. Um, and if I was more adapt to my surroundings, how I felt, what kind of kid I was. Uh, I think I would have cherished a lot of things growing up more than I already do. Mm. Yeah. Some good perspective for you, man. Um, yeah. On that note, I have to say, uh, you know, in terms of being grateful for what we got every day, I gotta, I gotta say, I'm very grateful for your, your time and, uh, an oppor- you know, opportunity for me to get some of these growing pains as a first time or maybe second time podcast host. Uh, 
<laughs> under my belt hey. and, and going with you, Zach. So I appreciate hey. you uh, coming on and, and sharing the stuff. And uh, my pleasure. You know, hopefully of the of the two people, you and Ryan, who listen to this, and maybe I can even convince my family to listen to it too. That um, <laughs> you know, there's there's something to be gained um, from our conversation. And then uh, I don't know. We'll we'll turn it into something, man, for sure. Yeah, so hopefully, we'll Zach, some I'm, luck. Thank you so much for your time today, man. I, I really, truly appreciate you coming on and no. uh, and letting me record this. No, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate all your insight, Tom, and uh, I'll hopefully keep you in the loop of all the things. You got it, man. Oh, last question. Last question. For Shoot all it. of our many, many people who have downloaded this uh, or will download this episode, where can they go and find you on social media, Zach? They can go to my first name, Zachariah, Z-A-K-A-R-I-A. Last name, T-O-U-A-T-I, on Instagram. All right. Completely together. Well, you got it. You got you got one job from here, Zach. You got to go on to The Tom Haupt Incident on Instagram. Give me a like. I'll give you a shout-out later. And, uh, and then we'll start taking over Instagram and the podcasting world. <laughs> you got it. I appreciate it, Tom. All right, my Best man. of luck, buddy. All right. Take it I easy. Will, uh, I'll probably talk to you tomorrow when I am. <laughs> Sounds great. All right, man. All right. Cheers. Rock and roll, man. Take care. Hey guys, Tom here again. Want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. It means a lot to me. I would also mean quite a lot, even more, if you could head on over to the Tom Haupt incident on Instagram. That's T H E T O M H O U P T. And then incident, uh, so the Tom Haupt incident on Instagram. Do me a favor, follow me there. Um, you know, give me some shit on uh, the episode notes below. I'll, I'll post something about this. Bring it on. I'm ready for it. Um, or, or maybe say something nice too. I'd also appreciate that. Um, and then, uh, you know, definitely want to just take this time again to say thank you to, uh, to Zach for coming on to tonight's show. Hope all is well, guys. Uh, and looking forward to hearing uh, what you guys have to say on the episode and, and everything that's coming forward. All right. Peace out.